AutoTrader makes buying a car easier than ever. How? With the largest inventory of new and used vehicles, AutoTrader lets you shop for cars by monthly payment, so you know what you'll pay before you buy. And you know the prices are good because they're backed by Kelly Blue Book. Finally, it's easy. Start shopping at autotrader.com slash finally it's easy. What is a Fisher House? It's a place where families can stay close by while our military and veterans are treated for wounds and illnesses, seen or unseen, at military and VA hospitals. Because the family's love is the best medicine of all. Learn more at fisherhouse.org. The Martini Studios in Ontario, California. It's the Fever Show. Uh, what is up, everyone? I'm Joe C. With the few. Thank you all very much for listening to the Boobar Show. Thanks for hitting subscribe and remember to rate, review, and tell your friends like a champ. You can always reach us at Boobar Show. That's F-O-O-Bar-Show.com. And F-O-O-Bar-Show is your handle on Facebook, Venmo, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out. Drop Salina. We'll foo it up like a couple of foos. Ain't that right, foo? That's right, foo. Yes. Yeah. On tap today. Yeah. We, yeah. we got some shit to talk about on Geeking Out. We got a joint report. You got some sports you want to swing by, man. Just an itty-bitty uh, Scott Van Pelt recap, foo. And uh, we, we got some uh, music highlights to discuss, and along with some foo facts. You got foo facts for us today, got man? Got some foo facts, All man. All right, man. It's a day, right? Yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. <laughs> well, anyway, before we get started, uh, I wanted to just tell everybody that we have T-shirts now. And uh, yes. the, the Foo, um, we're, we're on camera here, we're on Facebook Live as we record this, and the Foo is showing off the, the T-shirts that we have now on camera. And it's just, you know, the, 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 t- the Foo Bar Show logo is pretty dope. Gray shirts on uh, with, with what, the yellow print. Our nice uh, cyan something or yeah, other food. Yeah, and and I'll tell you what, man, we're not selling them. We're not selling. We're giving them what? away for free. Oh no, food. That's right. We're giving them away for free. And the way that you can get your hands on a Foo Bar Show T-shirt, foos, is if you go on uh, whatever podcasting platform that you have. Typically, it works best on iTunes. So if you can go to or not, it's not even iTunes anymore. It's just Apple Podcasts. Is what it's That's called right, now. Foo. If you give us a five star review and a and a decent a halfway decent comment and, and review or fuck it roast us <laughs> but give us the yeah. five star review yeah uh and take a screenshot send it to us uh at uh, email it to us whatever however you know facebook instagram foo, what's the however e- way what's the email foo foo bar show at gmail.com okay foo. Foo. that's right foo I'm bar gonna, show i'm gonna at email you some f double bar show at gmail.com uh, just let us know that you did it. Uh, sh- give us the proof. Uh, give us your address, and we'll send it right to you, free of charge. Free. Or if you don't want to do that, then we'll we'll figure it out. Yeah. And I know that we've been alternating, you know, the Fubar show with Podzilla. By the way, I hope everybody liked Podzilla, the f- the last one, because uh, that was the Foo's favorite, <laughs> and Joe C's as well. That's right. Oh, <laughs> that stupid ass movie. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Uh, because we've been alternating it, you would think that we're doing Podzilla for episode 200, but we may change things up, Foo. We may go on location and do a spicy challenge, right? Oh. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, we got a couple lined up we've been talking about, and Foo, we just can't decide. There's so many. Well, can you tell the audience what they are, what our options are? So um, far? I have to look one of them up, but one of them is the Toe of Satan. Mm-hmm. It's this candy bar. Uh, not candy bar. It's this lollipop mm-hmm. 
um, I think with Carolina Reaper infused. Yeah. And you have to at least <sighs> suck on the lollipop for five minutes before you can chew it. And the whole thing is Carolina the Reaper, whole right? Thing. The whole thing it's is not ju- It's not like the Mexican candies, like we said last Where podcast. Where it's just the outer layer with chili, and then the rest is like a hard no, candy. No, they made the hard candy with the Reaper That's infused. That's insane, dude. Yeah, That's that'll, insane. that'll be fun. Oh, my God. Um, the other one is... Uh, the spiciest gummy bear in the world. Oh, I've heard of that one. And it comes in just one package, and it looks fucking huge in the pictures. Looks like a VHS package. They're not even like the boxed one. The, the you remember the VHSs yeah. that came in the big fucking plastic packs? I'm sure, I remember. Yeah, and so um, so it, it looks like that, but with a then, tiny fucking yeah. Gummy but bear DJ No Chill told me that they're actually just normal size. Now DJ No Chill. DJ No Chill. So are we gonna go on location to his pad and and do this? Foo, maybe if he wants to cook us some burgers, Foo, instead of donating to the giving us some show. ideas now, eh? Yeah. All right. Or if you like beer, you know, we can bring beer, but you bring the burgers and and stuff. DJ No Chill. I could foresee a spicy challenge then, Foo. Yeah. If the cards are right. I agree. Um. Also, there's this one white chocolate one i mentioned in the last podcast but Mm -hmm. if you buy it uh you buy 50 free uh you buy 50 meals for like a meal charity program Mm -hmm. um and that's only 20 bucks but it's supposed to be like a white hot chocolate as well and then actually dj no chill his roommate has dj no chill Chill. he has a um a, a three pack of different levels of hot sauce um, oh my god! Yeah, from hot to extremely hot, and then the hottest one is Carolina Reaper with scorpion uh, peppers. Get over here! Yeah, that's right, Foo. Dang. Um, so Foo, it's it's all up it all up for play, man. Um, maybe we don't have to have it for Podzilla, but we'll get one for Podzilla too. Sure, man. I mean, it's been the trend. Every Podzilla do a spicy challenge. Well, Foo, we have to have atomic breath like Derpy. Yeah, that's right. Derpy Azilla. It makes you feel complete, Steph, okay? Yeah. <laughs> With Derpy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. I hope everybody uh, enjoys that. I mean, episode 200. I mean, not, not a lot of podcasts make it to fucking 10. You know what, man? At be- During quarantine, uh, like during March and April, mm-hmm. I was getting stoked because I started listening to a bunch of podcasts because I didn't fucking go anywhere for like a month. Yeah. Um, and I started finding these really co- like different variations of movie reviews and mm-hmm. stuff, which has inspired me us to do Podzilla. Yeah. Um, but now they're just they don't they they left foo. They don't make There's it. There's like no updates they after up. like eight episodes. I'm t- they don't last, dude. You know, uh, hats off to the Foo Bar Show, man. We we keep this shit going and we do it for you. Yeah, and not we- for us. It's f- <laughs> it's for it's for you. Is it? <laughs> Is it, is it is it not? Oh fuck! We should have practiced. This. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's kind of for us because we're trying to make this into a thing, man. Uh, we're trying to get some sponsorships. That's why we're asking for the five star review. It really goes a long way if you guys help us out with those five star reviews. Get your faking free shirt. That's hey, all I'm saying. Yeah, that's that's what you get out of this. But what we get out of this is some cool reviews. 
Uh, we get some sponsorships. We'll grow the podcast, man. I would love to have like a call-in topic at some point where people mm-hmm. call in, talk That'd shit. That'd be cool. We got to get Uncle Chino to call in, dude. Oh, he'll call in in episode 200. I can almost guarantee it. Oh, nice. <laughs> all right, all you right, texted him or up. emailed him, didn't you? I, uh, I set up a, I lined up a phone call. I scheduled oh. in a phone call. It's going to be wow. amazing. It's going to be cool, man. Can you schedule the phone call while he's finalizing his fantasy football lineup? No, man. That, that, w- that way we can distract him from setting a good lineup. That's <laughs> all I got to say. I thought you guys already did about. your draft. We did, but you know you got to set your lineups every week, Foo. Oh, uh, okay. You know what, Foo? We'll talk a little bit of fantasy foosball. Sure, man. In the sports part, I, I call it fairy tale foosball, but all right. You playing the foosball behind my back, Bobby? It's <laughs> <laughs> a great movie, man. Yes, it before, is. Before the Sandler started going downhill, Foo. The Sandler was never really up the hill. I think he started mid- mid-tier and then just walked his way okay, down. Okay, okay. All right, before we get into anything, <laughs> I got to say, man, there was a definite change. Um, I would say Little Nicky was, uh, okay, too far. That's I think that's when things started to turn. But then also they had that awesome part where they're battling with, in the park before they start playing music. Well, even a broken clock and, is right twice a day. And then, like, the demons, uh, like... He gives them fried chicken, and they're like, Popeye's chicken is fucking awesome. <laughs> and then one of them eats the bunnies. He's like, don't eat the bunny. Don't eat the bunny. But he's saying it in his weird emo voice. Right. You're right. wrong. Okay. Little Nicky was a good movie. Oh, oh geez, fuck. Here dude. we go. I'm standing by it. I don't care. Little spider step. That's all I got to say. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, you want to get started here, here, Foo? Yeah. All right. Well, Foos, I'm a little excited because Rick Moranis is in the news. Have, remember Rick Whoa. Moranis? Foo. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, Foo, Ghostbusters. Honey I, honey, I Blew Up the Kids. That one, too. Little one. Shop of Horrors. Yep. And uh, and Spaceballs. Spaceballs. Come on, he's just what? a lovable character. That the, the guy, uh, and do you know why he walked away from show business? For, uh, his wife died, right? His wife passed away, and he walked away from show business so that he can raise his kids. And now... A long time has gone by. What would you say since the last movie that he made, which was what? Probably one of the one at of the, least one of the honey. I showed the kids five years ago. Something like that. At least. Yeah, and we've not seen him. He even I think they even asked him to see if uh, he was he he would be down to do a cameo in the new Ghostbusters movie. And he said no. Right. And he said no, which was and where everybody's like, ah, crap. Well, you know what are you gonna do? Uh, but he he shows up. He he has shown up in media again, and you know who uh, who brought him back, Fu? Fucking Deadpool. Dang, that's right. What? Deadpool brought him back from uh, from wherever he was raising his kids, and you know you figure you figure you know it's been that long. These kids are old enough to kind of like just mm-hmm. be adults now, and he's gonna dip his toe back into show business. But the the first thing that we've seen Rick Moranis do in all these years is a commercial. So, um, if you didn't know, uh, fuck, I'm, I'm blanking on what's Deadpool's name again. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. He owns he owns share in a cell phone company. He actually owns part Mint of the cell mobile, phone. right? That's right. He owns oh. Mint Mobile. So to and you know he he made a commercial with Mint Mobile and he had Rick Moranis in the commercial. So I wanted to show you guys some of the commercials. So here okay, we go. Okay, let's see it. 
It's hard to believe that Mint Mobile has gone so long without an unlimited plan. So to introduce it, we brought in an actor we've all gone too long without. Rick Moranis. So what do you want me to do? You want me to say something about Mint? Uh, no, that would have been smart. But, uh, no, it's $30, it's unlimited, it'll do just fine. Sounds good. I really gotta get a phone. So why am I here? I'm just, just a huge fan. Oh, stop it. Come on, no, stop it. seriously. Massive. That's it? That's it. <laughs> See ya. Hi, <laughs> Rick Moranis. <laughs> so yeah, Rick Moranis finally does something for somebody when it comes to putting a camera in front of him. And he I think he's aged pretty gracefully. You know, he has less hair. Remember that big head of hair he used to have in Ghostbusters? That's no longer on there. But, you know, he, he it's, it's still Rick Moranis. I'm sure that he, whatever next project he's going to do, which, by the way, I think it's going to be another Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. I heard he was might come back for one, Pooh. No, I, I think it's confirmed. That's the next movie oh, he's going to do. Oh, shit. So, um, and, and I think it's going to be from the, perspective, from the perspective of the kids. Uh, they're all grown up now. Wasn't it? Never mind. Well, I mean, I know it was. I know, but I think they're the ones who may shrink them now. So I think he's going to be the one being shrunk this time around. How many more shenanigans of a misuse of a fucking shrinking machine can we get? Man? I don't know, man. We'll find out in the next Honey, I All Shrunk right. the Kids. Looking forward I'm to it. I'm just saying. Look, I'm just Rick saying. Rick Moranis, dude. I'm watching it. But Rick Moranis, I mean, that, that guy's a gem, dude. That guy's a freaking gem. He never did nothing bad to anybody. He walks away from show business to raise his kids after his wife passes away. That, guy, that guy's a freaking saint. Quitter. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good, man. Yeah, so I'm excited. Uh, you know, depending on when that comes out, I'll be sure to be uh, checking out that movie. But uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about, Foos, <gasps> is uh, that uh, <gasps> Walking Dead has some news coming out that oh, uh, the no. Walking Dead is coming to an end. If you haven't heard, oh well, yeah, for the for, you know the season finale is next. Um, the series finale, Foos. Say what? Series finale. The decision has been made to kill the Walking Dead flagship series, but the universe will still live on. So what I mean by that is that um, it'll, though the Walking Dead as we know it, the series will will cease to exist. Uh, there's going to be a spinoff, and not only that, but we've had the uh, Fear of the Walking Dead already. We've had and a I few they, webisodes. I heard too. they just killed off one of the main characters on on Fear of the Walking Dead. Yeah. Oh man, I haven't been keeping up. Um, and you know, I think we, I think we'll binge on that at some point. We started to, I think we got to like season two, the end of season two, right? Yeah. And then it just tapered off from there. And just like anything else that we watch that we give up on, it gets awesome. I know. Is what we've been I, I started to rewatch cause I quit after the Negan thing. I just couldn't do it anymore. Uh, um, when they killed off Glenn and shit or what? Not when they killed off Glenn, but that whole the whole Negan thing was annoying. How so? Like it didn't hit as good as it you know could like have. The governor. Yeah, that was a way better storyline in my opinion. Opinion. There was more uh, action. There was a lot more drama and consequences in that. Mm -hmm. And we're, we're, this is us seeing it the second time again. Except I do give it that they went pretty fucking crazy on some parts. Yeah, they did. Especially when they killed Abraham and Glenn. And Glenn. Yeah. Um, but I re-binged, you know, to make sure I watched the last season, uh, that Rick Grimes was on mm -hmm. and that was like, fuck, I want to kind of see what happened in season eight. So I just fucking barreled through season eight cause I just wanted to get it done. Yeah. And then season nine was pretty sick. And then season 10, this, this season has been good. Yeah. 
It finally hit its stride again, but I think it's too little it might too be, late. might be a little too late. They've lost a lot of fans. I, I, you know, those who were invested in it emotionally did tune out as soon as they killed off Abraham and Glenn. Um, because those two were some characters. They were huge characters. Dude, man. Glenn was the heart of the show. He for was the there longest. since episode one. He's yeah. the, he, he called Rick an asshole. He's like, hey, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> you in the tank. You know, that was episode one, dude. And um, he was in it for, you know, for the longest. And, and the only ones that are left standing, Foo. Foo, and he picked up sweet ash Lauren Cohen, too, Foo. Oh, that's right. That's right. And they had a baby and Remember such. they boned like mm -hmm. like a couple days after they met? Yeah. That was cool, man. Yeah. Baller. <laughs> in the prison. That's no, right. not in the prison. Yeah, they were in the prison. No, they went on a supply run and they boned in like some... Uh, it wasn't in the, one of the rooms of the prison? I could have sworn, sworn it was. I could have sworn it was in no, the prison. No, it was uh, when they were still at um, uh, Herschel's farm. Like yeah. They went on a supply run. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah, they went on a supply run, and Maggie's like, take all your clothes off. And Glenn was like, are you serious? Okay. And she was like, <laughs> it's the end of the world. Let's do this. And Glenn was like, fuck it. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, after that, they kind of became a thing. That oh. was like the only nude scene in that entire it was, series. It wasn't even a nude scene. It's AMC. They're not going to have a nude scene. Well, I but mean, there was no... There was a like, lot of side boob. I'll give you that. Yeah. Yeah. But essentially for the whole show. But no, it wasn't in the prison. I could have sworn. It wasn't in the prison. And you know what? If anyone wants to call me out on that shit, show it to me. It's your responsibility. Yeah. Show us the side boob. <laughs> We're willing. We're willing. <laughs> But anyway, AMC announced on Wednesday, Foos, that it's bringing the series to an end. Uh, the show is set to conclude after an expanded 24-episode 11th season that will air over two years. So it's going to be a long final season. Um, it's expected that the series will end in 2022. So that's how long it's going to be. Because mm -hmm. you know how they're doing these uh, mid-season breaks? Yeah. Hiatuses. So th there, there, might be, there might be four of those or three of them. If Fuck. You divide it into oh, four. Come so that's on. why it's going to span into 2022. Jesus Christ. Assuming we're still alive at that point Whatever, because the dude. fucking state of California is on fire these days. Who? Other uh, business. <laughs> <laughs> Those long episode seasons are mm. so hard to get through. Yeah. I hate when they take the big breaks. That's why I don't want them to do and it. And I like think that's that. why they lose viewership because of the breaks being so long. And though. When they're actually on TV, it's it's usually what like ten episodes, and then they take a break or something yeah, like they'll, that. Yeah, they'll they'll start like in like Halloween like, time. They'll start in September, uh, I think, and then they'll they'll go until November, which is probably like twelve weeks, right? Yeah, something like that. They'll break until February, so you have like three a lot solid a lot months, happens three four in between, months, like Christmas, a bunch of things that would make you forget that there's a Walking Dead on AMC. And you know what? They didn't start the hiatus thing until season three. Mm -hmm. which is kind of like, like that yeah because yeah. then season two they just went all through it mm -hmm. and i think that's true they yeah. did and i think amc was like oh shit we went through this so fast but it's yeah. so good right they wanted to keep you know because now walk i mean shit the walking dead's a whole fucking it's a universe it's a now. universe yeah um so they did it the right way mm -hmm. um and but you know what i'm glad they're ending it in a way it's it, you know it's kind of it peaked in a way and now it's Getting a little bit good again, so you know what? While it's good, let's fucking yeah. Just, let's let's get it out. Let's yeah, get it out of here. Don't don't make this a twenty fucking season show. Well, um, AMC and like you said, it's a it's a whole universe. So though the Walking Dead will be done, uh, the universe isn't dead. Not only because the fear of the Walking Dead will still continue, but the AMC has uh, they've greenlit 
a currently untitled spinoff star starring Norman Reedus and Melissa McBride. And they're going to be playing their their characters, Daryl Dixon and Carol Pelletier. Pelletier? Pelletier. Pelletier. The show is set to premiere in 2023, so just like it's it's going to be seamless. After 2022, when the when the series is over in 2023, this one will come out, and um, and it'll still have its current Walking Dead showrunner Angela Kang at the helm. Kang co-created the show with Scott M. Gimple, uh, chief content officer of the Walking Dead universe. Foo, so she's been in oh. she's been in it. You know, she's seen it from beginning to end, and now she's going to continue it on with the next uh, series. So I'm curious to see how, what that kind of turn will take. Um, obviously at this point, I don't believe that they'll follow the comic books. I know that in our uh, private chat amongst the three of us, we were talking about it and you mentioned uh, that if whether or not they were going to be following the comic book, which I don't think they will, considering Rick Grimes' character still has a couple of movies coming out that we haven't seen yet. And uh, Danny Guria, Garai, uh-huh. uh, Michonne, yeah. she's confirmed to come back in a movie. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So. Crazy. So there's the the universe is not dead by uh, by a long shot. So um, send the show off on good terms yeah. while we can. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, let's just make this a let's make this a great show. Fuck you, Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> well, make I wanted to just uh, uh, read a quote that that was said about it, and it says that we have a lot of thrilling story to left to tell on The Walking Dead. And then this this end will be a beginning of more Walking Dead. Brand new stories and characters, familiar faces and places, new voices and new mythologies. This will be a grand finale that will lead to new premieres, Gimple said in a statement. So evolution evolution is upon us. The Walking Dead lives. So I wonder if Walking Dead will just end up taking over AMC and everything that AMC puts up just has to do with zombies. It'll be the zombie network food. Fuck it, dude. We need one of them. Why not? It's entertaining, man. Dude, people love zombies. People love Walking Dead. Uh, just the way that it, it, the way the show has been run uh, and and the characters have been developed. That not only have been they've been taking obviously a lot of content from the from the comic books, but they've also been able to develop them visually on the screen uh, successfully. I think even when the things got pretty pretty hairy when they killed off Glenn and Abraham. But even then, that happens in the comic books at some point. So it's not like they were supposed to be in it at this point in the storyline. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm optimistic. Uh, you know, it's just going to be more of the same, just with a different name on it. So why the hell not? True. Yeah. It'll be fun, man. It'll be fun. Yeah. But anyway, Steph, did you have anything you wanted to talk about? Well, over the weekend, it was DC's fandom. That's right. And you know what? I got a bone to pick. Yes. Not with you, but with Fandom. What? They released a Fandom also early August. Mm-hmm. So fuck you for saying we're having another Fandom without explaining it's a different type of Fandom. Mm-hmm. DC, you confusing fucks. <laughs> and then when you go to DC, f- when you go to the website, it's a shitty ass website. So I'm not happy about this. Who's oh, shit. But you know what? Continue, Steph. Yeah, when you go onto DC Fandom, it gives you like different sections. Uh, watch, and, uh, and hero. Mm-hmm like behind the scenes or whatever hall of heroes and shit yeah, like that yeah. right um so there's literally hundreds of hours of content but one thing i wanted to touch up on was uh dwayne johnson's black adam yes so yes a lot of the questions that he was getting were just like oh how how do you feel about taking on this role blah 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 but 
the number one question that he answered was what about the JSA? Because the black Adam actually has ties with the JSA, which is the just society of America. Mm-hmm. And he announced, well, not really announced, but showed us a clip potentially of the black Adam with some members of the JSA. Mm. Yes. Hawkman. Look at that. Mm-hmm. So he, um, Haw- and Hawkman is thousands of years old too, right? Yes, he actually, if he dies, he gets reincarnated. Yeah, but That's how he keeps alive, yeah. Yeah, but he's not necessarily reincarnated in the place that he died in. He, I think they're reincarnated in their home planet. I'm not sure about that. Ah. I might how be completely off. How does he keep making off. his way to Earth? Um, the spirit, like, they reincarnate in a person and they become realized later that they're Hawkman or Hawkwoman. Oh, okay. So that's it, yeah. what it is. Okay. Until like they're adults and shit. Yeah. Cause oh, okay. like I remember in one of the animated shows, uh, he's like an explorer. And when he explores the Hawkman artifacts, mm-hmm. like the he spirits like out. awakens him and he realizes like, holy shit, I'm Hawkman. Kind of like the Avatar. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Food. Yeah. Sort of. In not, a way. Not really. Yeah. Yeah. But not Asian. Sure. Right, Avatar is eight. It was a Asian. Uh, uh, Asian do adjacent. They, do they even say where they are? Um, well, it, it's it's like a parent. So in, in knowing, just to give you a break, a uh, uh, background. Mm-hmm. Uh, the show creators said that it was a blend of all Asian cultures. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. All right. Yeah, because yeah, you see elements of all the different Asian cultures in this mm-hmm. in the show. You know, the firebenders, the waterbenders. Yeah, and they're all mixed and, match too. And Earth, yeah. Exactly. And, and it's, it, I don't know. It's, so it would be fair to say he's Asian. Yes. Okay. Yeah, sure, sure. There you go, Foo. Anyway, <laughs> the, whole wor- <laughs> the whole world is Asian. Got it. <laughs> <They> got it. <laughs> got it. <laughs> Cool. Well, so speaking, of, speaking of DC, did you have anything else to add to that? All right. So I don't know. That was pretty. That was pretty much it. And I'm pretty excited for um, seeing Hawkman if he if they do touch up. If That's they do end up, you know, showing live action. Uh huh. On screen. That's uh, a be- character we haven't seen in in like a big scale. Hawkman or or Black Adam too. Right. This is Black Adam's movie is going to be like an origin story for him. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see how it develops. I'm yeah. pretty excited to see all these other characters. No, oh, dope. and another thing that he, uh, that Dwayne Johnson did was he wants to challenge the Justice League as Black Adam. Oh, shit. Hell yeah. So he's just like, let's bring our friends into it. Or I don't know, you know, the exact quotation, but Bust your dick out. he starts naming them off. He's like Flash, Batman, Wonder Woman, Superman. Uh-huh. He left out, uh, what's his name? Cyborg. Cyborg. Yeah. So, eh, uh, Cyborg's a Teen Titan, Foo. Is he? He's a Titan. Yeah. So is he, a, so, I don't know, man. He's in the Justice League, he is though. In the, uh, he's a newer Justice yes. League, so. So he's a junior, JV, Justice League. Uh, Unless he left him out for a reason, because they're going to do a Teen Titan spinoff. Teen Titan. Oh, oh, shit. And the theory develops. Nice. Well. This is all conjecture here. Yeah. Hell yeah. (laughs) Well, speaking of DC, I also wanted to bring up that uh, some sad news from DC is that DC is uh, planning to cancel Batman Beyond the comic book series. Um, DC's plan to cut 20 to 25% of its line continues because I guess people aren't reading that many comic books these days, sadly. 
Um, the current DC ongoing title, Batman Beyond, will be ending with December's 15th, 50th issue. This was announced as a part of the DC December 2020 solicitations. The, uh, here's a quote. The finale of Dan Jurgens' iconic run of Batman Beyond finds Terry McGinnis accused of crimes he didn't commit. Uh, when one of his greatest rogues, the formidable Ink, or Inkwee? Inky. I-N-Q-U-E. Go for, I don't know. Ink. Ink. All right, Ink. Do you not remember Ink? We'll go with Ink. God damn it. Boom. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, what is Ink all about? You're the Batman Beyond expert, dude. No, I'm not. I'm reading an article here. She's like a... <laughs> she's a femme fatale. Okay. She's, she's that she's thing that transforms, right? Yeah, she's literally like made of Ink. Oh, she's a part of the freaking intro. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> all right, cool. Ink, everybody. She has a spear hand. Well, anyway, the formidable Ink... Possesses as, uh, poses as Batman and causes havoc around Gotham City. Wonder Woman will stop by to confront Batman Beyond. Will Terry be able to convince her that he's innocent or will he find himself the enemy of one of the DC Universe's greatest heroes? The epic conclusion of the series is here, foo. You think you think Wonder Woman just beats the shit out of him until he's dead? Old, mean, old Batman? Uh, no, Terry McGinnis. Oh, fuck, maybe. Uh, who knows? I no. no. She wouldn't Wonder do that. Wo- she was that's out of character. Mm. I don't know, man. She's old and jaded. Senile at this point. That's senile. She got Alzheimer's, dude. Well, <laughs> <laughs> she does. That would be an awesome comic. <laughs> oh my god! Alzheimer's, Wait, Alzheimer's, uh, DC characters going crazy. Dang! In a retirement home, Arkham retirement. He just blows <laughs> up every other week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great, dude. <laughs> That's like one of those spinoffs where it's kind of a cult type of... Th- you know Foos? Write I've the said, comic book, I've Foo. said too much. <laughs> Please, somebody make that. Superman has Parkinson's. She has <laughs> fucking oh Alzheimer's. God, dude. All, they all have something. Anyway. Uh, Batman's it, fine. Bru- yeah. <laughs> well, uh, he might have dementia at a certain point. He's old as fuck at this point. Uh, he thinks he's really a bat. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and he, he gets buddy buddy with Man Bat. Oh my god! Because he's somehow still alive. It's it's this is ridiculous. Yeah. I but, get I get it. But you. anyway, any any uh, of you out there who are fans of the Batman Beyond comic book series, uh, you're gonna finally you get you're actually gonna get a finale out of this. And who knows, you know, maybe when comic books, if if they were to get you know the ratings of comic books were to pick up, they might. You know, restart the series. I mean, who knows? I mean, just based on what we're hearing about DC, is that there's multiple multiple universes that you can spark up. So you know, it could just be a different Batman Beyond at this point. Yeah. So who knows? Um, I really hope that this means that it's going to become a movie. Yeah. Well, send it off in fire. I would hope so. And you know, with uh, with what's his name, Uh, Michael Keaton being. getting back into the bat suit now he's what we know so far is that he'll likely be thomas wayne in the flash movie right all, all signs point to that yeah well i hope this dovetails nicely into him being nah it probably wouldn't work out i mean they're already they're already using his likeness to be a thomas wayne do you think they'll recycle him for a uh, bruce wayne for a batman beyond it yeah. would be dope if they could if they, it'd be dope if they could who would be a nice alternative you think ben affleck would be a i nice think alternative? i think aging ben affleck would be dope just put some prosthetics on him yeah make him and look cgi him. Shit, right? yeah that i'd be okay with that, that would be still. sick mm, yeah possibly yeah 
I, th- I think that'd be dope. Uh, considering, you know, he is the Batman that we know, and he's already an older Batman. But the Batman that we're that we're seeing in the Justice League, the Snyder Cut Justice League, uh, and the and the bullshit that we saw earlier with uh, what's what's his face, um, that's an older Batman. By by this time, he's already had a Robin. He's already had a Wonder Woman. Uh, Night- Batgirl. Yeah, and I think Nightwing is on his own. Yeah, uh, based on the storyline that we kind of know. I mean, they don't say it outright, but based on what we know about the timeline, that all this would have already happened. Green Arrow's probably dead. Oh shit! That's probably why he's all pissed off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the world. I mean, yeah. he was a, he was a good friend of his, mm-hmm. right? Green Arrow. I mean, yeah. they're both millionaire billionaires uh, who become uh, superheroes. They're the only humans in the Justice League, right? Yeah, they're aside the only from what, like maybe Adam, Lex. Le- yeah. Yeah, he joins it. Don't forget. Uh, well, yeah, okay, that's too. That's true. Yeah. Okay, that's who's closer to Iron Man if you were to compare universes, you know, DC and Marvel. Would it be <sighs> Batman or would it be Lex Luthor? It would be Lex. Lex. You think because so? Lex always goes for the the suits like that. Yeah. Batman still he, runs around in like the uh He has his martial arts and his wits about him. Lex yeah. Lex Lex is a smart dude, but he relies more on his equipment, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Tony Stark does. Yeah, just like Tony Stark. Yeah. <sighs> And he's, uh, yeah, that's true. That would be. But the difference is that Lex does everything for himself and he will sell out anybody that gets in the way. He's, uh, yeah, later on, he's no longer a, uh, a villain. He's like an anti-hero, right? Yeah, because he's doing it for himself. Yeah, that's true. And that, what was the, what's the name of the video game? Something Justice? Uh-huh. Uh, the Donna DC? Just- uh, no. Not Donna Justice. Uh, um, Injustice. Injustice. Mm-hmm. The first Injustice yeah, uh, I believe it's Lex Luthor from a different timeline. He's like, I'm the last member of the Justice League. Oh, that's what right. the fuck? Yeah. Remember, we learned that because a long time Superman ago. went evil in his timeline. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And it's funny, Superman goes evil, so Lex rises to the occasion. Mm-hmm. But and anyways, foo. Anyways, <laughs> well, we'll all see what happens with all of that eventually. And go, go check Walking, out Walking yeah. Dead and such. So go check um, out the fandom. Uh, go to amc.com. Do all your own things, foo. <laughs> do your research. Yeah. You just wasted There's your time. There's plenty of everybody. fucking writing. <laughs> Never mind about the past 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah. We're just highlighting it for you. Exactly. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, is that going to do it for you? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Foo, you got some sports for us today? I got some sports. All right. Well, Fu, just a little rickety recap on everything, Fu. We just finished watching the Lakers beat the shit Lakers! out of yeah. the Rockets. That's right. Uh, which is fantastic, Fu, because the the Clippers, uh, who we will most likely be playing, playing in the uh, Western Conference Finals, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they have to play tomorrow, so the Lakers get two days off. Nice. Or more if Denver wins again. So it'll be a hallway series, eh? Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Well, it already is They're a hallway series. They're in the bubble, series, I know, but you know. I like to pretend. Of course, man. <laughs> if uh, they were still still in Staples Center. So, Foo, LeBron versus Kawhi, who it'll be, Foo? Uh, I mean... You've seen Kawhi play, he's, and he's, he's just a beast. A, yeah. <laughs> he can take on LeBron, no problem, with, with no smile. Yeah, and then we've <laughs> seen LeBron just come out of nowhere in this series and just fucking he turns dominate. It on. Yeah. So, I think it's going to be a great Western Conference Finals. Hell yeah. Foo, if the Clippers win tomorrow, though, side note, mm-hmm. this will be their first ever Western Conference Finals. Ever. 
even through all the Chris wow. Paul teams, all the 90s teams, Jeez. anytime. Ever. So this is kind of a big deal for them. Um, and I kind of hope that Denver wins tomorrow so they could tire him out. They can gas him. Yeah. Because Denver's already gassed from playing seven games against the Jazz. That's right. Uh, which was a great series. And um, also the Celtics beat the Toronto Raptors, too. So it's official. There is no repeat of an NBA championship possibility. It's going to be a new champ this year no matter what. Yeah. Um, and the Well, Heat- they lost Kawhi last year. Yeah, but they and now he's he may end up with you know they were still the favorites in the East to go really yeah mm. um, more so because you know we saw Giannis Antetokounmpo mm-hmm. uh, he got hurt yeah I think Yufu saw it live mm-hmm. uh, he lost but before he got hurt dude the fucking Heat were kicking his ass dude that's why he got hurt yeah they really gassed him out and I think this is why playoffs are dope man. You really see who the better team is in a series like this yeah. versus like, sure, any game the Bucks could beat anyone in one night. But can you beat this team fucking four times out of out of seven? Only the best team will win all four games. Now, what's your opinion on the circumstances, Foo? I mean, COVID, right? Yeah. Bubble league. It's not a full season. Do you think... It, you know, will history look back and say and just put a giant fucking asterisk on this entire season? They will, but you know what? The what the NBA players have said mm-hmm. that this will be one of the toughest championships to win. How so? Because they've had to deal with the adversity of postponing a season, um, taking a huge three month break, which has never been done before. Mm-hmm. Usually, when there's a labor strike, they just end the season. Right, it's done. Like, yeah. I think that happened uh, in the 90s, mm-hmm. something like this. They only played, like, actually, like, 30 games. Mm-hmm. Then they went on strike, and then they said, well, fuck, we waited too late. They waited till I think, May or June to start the playoffs. Oh, shit. And they just started the playoffs based on the 30 games. What? Yeah, back oh, okay. in the 90s. Um, so I think it's – I would still consider this an NBA champion because – a good season because they did have a resumption. They only missed 10 games or less out of the season. Mm-hmm. Not a big deal. Plus they had the full playoff, uh, bra- you know, brackets. The going bracket, again. Yeah. Now, but, but also there, there was a few teams who weren't even invited to, to be a part of the bubble league. Any teams who were just too far out of qualifying for a play based spot. on last year's stats, right? Uh, the ones in March, mm, okay. the ones in March. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. Um, so I think it's a I think it's a, a quality earned championship this year, Foo. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think we're gonna get a really good NBA finals this year no matter what. It's gonna be Celtics versus Heat mm-hmm. and Lakers versus most likely the Clippers. Yeah. Unless Denver pulls one out of their ass. I don't think they will. The Clippers have been looking pretty good. Yeah, except they did get stunned uh-huh. yesterday yeah, they did. or a couple days ago when right. they came back from like sixteen. Yeah, I think that was what, Thursday? Thursday, yeah. Thursday, yeah. Uh, no, Friday. I'm sorry. Was it Friday? Yeah, it was Friday. That was Friday. Yeah, Lakers right. played Thursday. Foo. Mm-hmm. But who's counting? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> um, Foo, a little uh, MLB news, Foo. Did you see Foo? What's that? The the uh, Astros versus the Dodgers. The asterisks, Foo. Foo. You know, there was a. I was supposed to be at Dodger Stadium today. You know, this is pre COVID. We all were, Foo. This is pre COVID, uh, where we had set up a, uh, a pretty much a protest of sorts. To be outside on Vince Scully, uh, on, on what is it, Boulevard Avenue? Avenue. Avenue. On Vince Scully Avenue with signs and just kind of giving them the business, foo, as they rolled in on their tour bus, um, at, you know, in, into Dodger Stadium. And there was a, it was a decent group of people there. It wasn't as, you know, as big as I would have imagined, 
that it would be, you know, considering Not the quite. circumstances. But um, I don't know. I, I I just wish I was there. Just yeah, to, but you know just what? To, you know, you know what food they did get to run the little plane around. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What the Houston Cheaters or something? Yeah, right? there was a plane uh, dragging a banner through the sky, and you know, like like I said earlier, California is on fire right now. The entire freaking state. If you Google it. There's fires everywhere. Side note. Yeah, side note. Our state is on fire right now, and the sky just looks so gray and ugly, and it's not even gray. It's orange. Dude. It's, it's apocalyptic. You yeah. would, any other time than 2020, yeah. you would think this is fog? Nope. nope. It's smoke. Well, it's orange, bro. Like it's, It looks like we're on Mars right now. It looks like when we're one of those like uh, TV shows or movies where like they show like the state or like the continent and it looks like there's a bunch of battles going on in yeah, the back exactly and they like fast forward into buildings of like what's our next plan i can only imagine this is the sky this is the same sky that the the, the soldiers in wo- world war one were looking at probably you know when you're walking into no man's land and there's just explosions everywhere this is the same type of sky that those folks were looking Food, at back or then. this is all just an elaborate advertisement for the movie dune get the fuck out <laughs> it's kind of a stretch don't you think who knows man uh, money talks they're in the <laughs> desert in that movie and you know what man you know, the one thing that's for sure is that it, it's a boy that's right yeah oh my god gender it's reveal parties be damned and if you don't know what we're talking about just look it up dude well Suck i'll just it. fucking tell you some asshole in arizona because this this the, this particular topic that we're talking about uh, started in Arizona, very close to the California border, where they did a gender reveal party, and they did this explosion in the middle of all this dry brush. Tall dry brush. Big Tall. explosion, too. Yeah. Like, this, uh, it was what, like maybe a 20-foot 20, 20 span kind of thing? Yeah. Or, or, and then just everything just caught fire. And this was a huge box. Yeah. It's a huge firework, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, it was a pinata firework. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah, dude. So, so anyway, because of that, amongst other things that happened throughout the state of California and a little bit into Oregon and Arizona, um, the sky is freaking orange, and the uh, the plane that was dragging the banner that was roasting the asterisks um, was almost non visible because of this. But nonetheless, you know, they played their part. Phew. Yeah. 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 The fuck, dude. We need a. We're in hell right now, dude. It's not a good time to be alive. <laughs> dude, 20, 2020, dude. You know, I saw a, uh, I saw a meme uh, yesterday w- uh, that said, you know, uh, I can't wait till Thanksgiving rolls around so I can get some positivity. And the meme had like a like a hundred foot turkey, like destroying the city. <laughs> <laughs> Turkira. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it was just like one one last soldier with a gun just pointing it at a turkey that was oh just about to devour him. God, it's dude, it's fucking great. <laughs> uh, anyway, what else you got? Um, well, foo, uh, we are big anticipation of foosball, foo. Uh huh. Don't be playing half foosball, Bobby. Oh yeah, we had our first game of the season, right? The NFL's back. We had the Chiefs versus the Texans, foo, and the fucking Chiefs whooped that ass, foo. They did. And uh, who pl- who was home? The Texans. Uh, Kansas City. Kansas City. And foo. Uh, oh my god. The players did an admirable, noble thing, foo. And guess what? You know what the fans did, foo? They booed. They Show their appreciation by booing them. L- listen, man, I think this is a specific uh, sample size of a population that I don't think if they're surprised about what happened, 
shame on them because not only do you get a breed of cat that is willing to go out and about and go to a football stadium to watch a football game, uh, but now you know you're 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 not only is is that happening, but these are probably like hardcore NFL fans um, that are that likely lean to the right <laughs> and do not appreciate what's happening with the civil unrest and all that good stuff. So I'm not surprised that they boot him. I'm not surprised. Now are these horrible, horrible people that you know that deserve to get the criticism that they're getting all over the media and just in general and then the general public yeah you know totally they deserve it but I, am i surprised no considering to the the centuries that we've had of just you know uh, straight up racism in the country um but not, this wasn't even supposed to be like a, a thing where the the there were they weren't even talking about like race relations this was just a a moment of silence for unity that they did right after the anthem right yeah. Yeah, it was a, where both teams kind of interlocked their arms and just did a moment of silence. And did we get a moment of silence, Foo? We uh, did not. No, we got booze. We got booze. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and these are people in Missouri, the state that sparked this whole civil unrest with George George Floyd. And uh, and we get all this negativity. So, I don't know. These 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 people are trash in my opinion, Dude, but what are you going to do? Fucking stupid. You know what it's and they'll say this is it's all right. And yeah, it is your right to yeah. boo, but you're a dick. Yeah, you're classless. Like just the the you didn't have to do anything. You just had to sit there and shut up for like a few seconds. Yeah. Yeah. And what Or why'd you go to the game? They knew you knew they were doing this. You knew they were gonna do something like this considering the circumstances. And foo, I heard uh I heard a little something or other, foo, mm. that uh Baker Mayfield, the Browns quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got called out last month, um, saying like, "Oh, I bet you Baker Mayfield won't be kneeling for the you know anthem." Mm-hmm. And he came out and said, "You're goddamn right, I am." Well, foos, <laughs> changed his mind. Yeah, he's getting the stage frights. Foo, <laughs> the day before the game, he announced that he's gonna stand for the anthem. Uh huh. And not just the not just the uh um, uh. Not just the anthem. This is where you lose me, man. Yeah. <laughs> but, but Steph, the other national anthem as well. He's going to stand during both. Apparently, there's two national anthems. In NFL games now. I don't like this. I don't like that they're doing this personally. Why? This is news to me. This is part of um, the NFL's... This is divisive, dude, in my opinion. this is div- Not only are you getting the American anthem that we've had for a long time now, but now they're, they're, they're going to do another song that's supposed to be a black national anthem? Yeah, it's the... Uh, I don't think this is progressive at all. So there's, there's a... Oh, so it's not the same national no. anthem. They're two different ones. Apparently. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, right. so okay. what do you, what do you got on this, man? Um, it's the Black National Anthem, like you said, mm-hmm. and it celebrates the national unity and uh, spiritual faith, foos. Which is fine. I get the message behind that, but why? We're one country, you know. Why? If anything, the the NFL is not doing anybody any favors by dividing the public like this. So, foos, it's what's going to happen is preceding kickoff, which we did see. On Thursday, mm-hmm. I didn't see. I forgot they were playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were potting foo. Sure. Well, we were trying to pot. Right. <laughs> Anyways, uh, proceeding. Podzilla was yeah. happening. Oh shit, yeah. foo motra. Anyways, <laughs> uh, proceeding kickoff. First will come the song known traditionally as the unofficial Black National Anthem, uh, the 120 year old song "Lift Every Voice and Sing." Foo. Uh huh. 
that performance will be followed by the bonafide national anthem, Star Spangled Banner. So we're we're getting Star Spangled Banner is the headliner here. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The uh, open the opening <laughs> the act opening act is lift every voice and song. Okay. Um. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, this is one that the NAACP uh, favors. Mm-hmm. It's like I said, the unofficial black at- black national anthem who uh, for black peoples, black Americans. So excuse me. What's up with that? What's up with that? I don't get it. Um. <laughs> listen, man. If this is what they're doing. Cool. Mm-hmm. You got I'm not I'm not I mean I don't hate it. I just don't see why it's necessary. I I am not opposed to it, but I guess you can also say I if you asked me, I wouldn't have voted for it. Uh-huh. I would just vote there be no national anthem now. Cut the bullshit. Yeah. Just yeah. it's so divisive, take right. it away. Just get rid of it. I think the NFL went the opposite way and said, Fuck you. They doubled down. We're gonna <laughs> And by the way, the Houston Texans all were in the locker room doing the anthems. Mm. Uh, so that's why people got pissed. Yeah. Yeah. So. This whole thing's ridiculous. And let's let's not forget that the national anthem was let's like it, it's it's not a it wasn't always with the NFL. The NFL didn't always have a national anthem before every game. Sports in general never really had a national anthem before the game. This is a recent kind of phenomenon. And now it's and now in 2020, it's a divisive fr- freaking subject. It's nice to have a national anthem. I don't mind standing up, putting my you know hand on the f- on the freaking heart, and you know just hey, you know what's up, America? Peace and out. You know what? Coming full circle, foo. Uh, that's why Baker Mayfield, the Cleveland Browns quarterback, will not be kneeling because mm-hmm. he feels it's too divisive if he does so. So he's gonna stand for both. Yeah. Okay. All right. I mean, he can do whatever he want. We don't give a shit. Yeah. But he's making it a thing now too. Yeah, the fact that you know, well, and also the media kind of also blows their storylines, dude. I mean, yeah. these beat yeah. these fucking beat writers got to throw their two cents in, and you know, editors have a field day. Yeah, with this kind dude. Of Yahoo, CBS, ESPN, Fox, Food all these Bar show. fucking fuck the Fubar. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all the all these fucks forementioned, yeah. um, all got some shit to say, and many people to comment and write articles on. So yeah. it's gonna be a thing no matter what. It's right. It's a big, it's a billion dollar industry. I get it. Um, I don't get why having two national anthems again, but fuck it. I mean, if you want to do it, go ahead and do it. But yeah, you are kind of putting yourself out there now. Don't think people are going to be like, oh, cool. It's the, like I said, it's the opposite way. Now it's more along the lines of separate but equal, mm-hmm. which is totally. We're back in the 50s yeah. again. Ah. There's too many politics in sports. Can yeah. we just get to the sports? Hey, don't tell them to shut up and dribble, Steph. You shut up and watch. I that was per do. Russell Westbrook after actually today. Uh, uh, going back to the NBA. Uh, Rajon Rondo's brother got kicked out <laughs> in the fourth quarter of the game. <laughs> uh, specifically for yelling at Westbrook that you're trash. And he did the Le- uh, Damian Lillard wave. When oh, he beat him. Like shit. the walking away kind of right. open full hand right. like bye. Like peace. Um, after the game, Rondo said, "When you're at when you're at live sports, your job is to shut up and watch the game." <laughs> so dang foos, they took a stand when that person said, "Shut up and dribble." Why do we got to shut up and watch foos? God damn! I'm just kidding, but seriously, why? Yeah. 
I don't get it. This whole thing shouldn't be a thing. It's not. And you know what? I think it's just because Russell Westbrook's a little bitch. Mm. You've been saying that for years, man. Yeah, he's always been a bitch, dude. He cries a lot. He sure does. He does. Um, he has... He <laughs> put me on ESPN. Fool. I'm going to come up with a crazy ESPN stat. Whoa! Uh, he, he has the most fan arguments of any sports... Oh yeah, any NBA or professional sports athlete. Even even after Meta World he, Peace, he has the most. Yeah, he has the most. Short ultra- of actually jumping into the crowd and beating somebody up. Yeah, it's not a mouse in the palace. <laughs> All right, don't forget Jermaine O'Neal socked a guy in the face too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's it's no uh, run our test uh, Meta World Peace situation. Yeah, but he has had the most incidents. One of the more famous ones um, with the guy from Golden State a couple years ago. Uh, with the guy saying, um, you know, talking shit to Russell Westbrook. And he actually, oh, no, I think it was the Kings. He was uh, talking shit to Russell Westbrook during a game. And Russell Westbrook took exception, and they started bickering. They kicked him out. And he actually ca- he sued the Kings oh. for being banned. And his girlfriend also sued oh. for being subject to, like, harsh oh, treatment. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> All right, then. Yeah, bullshit. But, uh, I mean, it happens, dude. And you know what? What Russell 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 Westbrook? I'm hunting rabbits. <laughs> Russell West Russell Westbrook needs to calm down. <laughs> you always have a hard time saying that when you're animated. I know, fool. Uh, anyway, but yeah, man, he's not helping the situation. So fuck yourself. You lost. You suck. You, that's why KD left. That's why Paul George left. That's why I let Jermaine Carmelo. You fucking suck, dude. Playoffs. Okay. Yeah, he got no more pass for you. No more. No more. He gets to go home, Foo. Mm-hmm. And Foo's, before I end the sports, uh, just a funny tad uh, I got here, Foo. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the Houston Rockets players that got ha- uh, hurt during the game, Eddie House Jr. Uh-huh. I think it's Eddie House Jr. Um, he got hurt during the game. And then guess what happened later that night, Foo? One of the medical staff was caught sneaking into his room, Foo. Oh, no. So he actually got kicked out of right. the bubble two days I ago. I about that. Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, it's cool. They're done anyway. Yeah, they were already toast, but... He probably felt it, too. He's like, yeah, we're, we're done. Let me get some, let me yeah, get let me some get vagina. Some, get some head real quick. <laughs> <laughs> Good time. That was funny, man. Well, Foo, I hope you enjoyed the sports. Come on. All right. Well, Foo, let's move this forward with the old joint report, shall we? Give me some. I'll smoke you two under the table. It's from the meow. Well, Foo, I wanted to talk about something that you may not like. Oh, shit. I know, Foo. Well, uh, it has to do with rolling joints. With rolling joints and blunts and stuff like that. Rolling papers, blunts. And that kind of thing may harbor heavy metals and pesticides, man. Son of a bitch. I know. Blunt and joint smokers around the world may want to consider spending an extra little bit of time to get higher quality papers from now on. According to Leafly.com, new research shows that a significant amount of papers and blunt wraps are like likely tainted with heavy metals and pesticides which could harm your health damn it foo i know just when we thought the good old days were now why can't you remember when you're in the good old days i don't know man because of heavy metals and pesticides (laughs) no (laughs) shit 
Well, uh, leading California lab, SC Lab, spent two months this summer testing 118 rolling papers, cones, wraps, and cellulose rolling papers purchased from Amazon and several smoke shops around Santa Cruz. Uh, nearly one in ten rolling papers uh, failed California's stringent uh, standards for legal cannabis product purity, including an eight to twenty type, including eight to twenty types of blunt wraps that uh, that they tested. Damn. Uh, so uh, it says one in ten, but in total it was about thirteen. Oh shit! So if you do the math, it wasn't. I mean, thirteen times ten, one hundred thirty. That's tested st- a lot. Of that's it. still yeah. brands out there, like yeah. Now, um, rather than talk about the, the other kind, the different kinds of metals, I gotta, I just gotta give a plug to uh, good old uh, raw papers, Dude, man. I was about to say we're safe, food. We're safe because you know if, if you're if you consume raw papers, it's it's totally worth spending the extra few pennies, and it's not even that expensive either. I mean, compared with the, all the other papers that you get, uh, which are what I mean, uh, what's that other one that we used to buy? The zigzags, remember that? Uh, no, it was the element. The element. The well, element. Back in the day, I used to buy zigzags. Yeah, and then. Yeah, zigzags. I can see that happening. Um, I used to buy hemp papers, which were a better option. Yeah. And if you roll blunts, you know you get the what do you call it? The um, the swisher, the swisher sweet, swisher sweet shoe. Uh, and and now people use backwoods. Right, right. So one of the sections in this article asks why are these papers failing? And experts aren't surprised by the findings. Papers are made of plant material, and plants like cannabis, they absorb contaminants from the soil. Paper crops also get fumigated to deter, to deter pests. So rolling papers are a $1.2 billion global industry, which is generally less regulated than other segments of the tobacco and cannabis industries, though paper manufacturers must list their ingredients, specifically in a situation like this where you know that they're going to be consuming it one way or, or another. I mean, yeah, the paper industry is mainly for, you know, industrial administrative kind of purposes, but... You know, you do you do use it to smoke, and uh, they have to be responsible in that way. And and it's something that we have to consider specifically since the cannabis industry, though it's young, it's growing like a motherfucker, dude. And I know in the in the last food bar show that that we had on, I talked about how Congress is about to pass something that says that's going to then pass it over to the Senate uh, about you know re um, taking it off of the schedule one mm-hmm. so you know that's really if, if it's not already growing and booming if they take it off of schedule one dude this thing is going to take off like a mother so uh we got to consider things like this specifically since you know if, if something's if something's decriminalized people are going to be more apt to consume it more often oh yeah and then business is going to be like well here we go but on the other side of that same coin if something gets de- um, decriminalized and it's legal uh, you're you're more able to regulate it at that point so right you as know, much as you can yeah so uh, you know I, I, I gotta say one some of these are um, some of these pesticides can really fuck you up one of them is mercury fuck I mean that that'll that'll give you brain damage yeah sure. that'll fucking kill you <laughs> yeah I'll shorten your lifespan yeah damn dude so uh, I'm just saying, everybody kind of like pay attention to the ingredients buy, that are in the papers. Just buy raws, dude. Get, get raws because that's that's. I don't know, man. If you guys don't follow Raw on Instagram, which I do, and and their, and their owner uh, Josh, <laughs> I forget his last name, but his name's Josh. Uh, you can look him up. But uh, this guy, he's the inventor of everything that Raw Products puts out. 
This guy is the Willy Wonka of freaking rolling papers. <laughs> this guy's out of his fucking mind. Yeah. But he's he's funny, dude. Like, and and he's smart. He knows what he's talking about. And he's very ethically conscious about everything. He's a vegan himself, so he's very he he reads into everything like that. Who is all about good spiritual energies. Uh, good karma and good products, which yeah. is why he made Raw's Who. Yeah. So if you're ever in doubt, pick some Raw. Yeah. And and avoid getting lead, cadmium, arsenic, and mercury in your rolling papers because um, those will all fuck you. Unless up. you want to die. You want to fucking die? Don't smoke Raw. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Um. That's all I got for the for the joint report. Yeah. Smoke weed every day. And onward to the music highlights. Yeah. Music. Well, foos, just like I've been doing most recently, I've been talking about this week in music history. And uh, this first song that I wanted to highlight for today's episode uh, came out back in 2008, foo, 12 years ago to the week. Oh. Metallica. Metallica, the uh, the the metal band, the metal band, foo, yeah, good good guess. Metallica, <laughs> Where, where'd you get that from? Foo, they cover such classics such as uh, Enter Sandman. That's foo? their own song; they don't cover it. Oh, that's an original. Uh, did I mean cover? <laughs> I said perform. There you go, foo. Meant perform. That's right. Oh God. Also, La Cucaracha, foo. Did they do that one? I'm just kidding. They probably have. I mean, really, I no way. I'm da- I'm down to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, in 2008, they came out with their Death Magnetic album that was produced by Rick Rubin. If you don't know who Rick Rubin is, he's a very, very important producer uh, in recent, pretty much in modern history. He's produced a lot of great artists ever since probably like the late 80s, early 90s. Um, and he did so with Metallica back in 2008 with their release of Death Magnetic. Now, this is coming off of the heels of St. Anger. Remember that album, Steph? I wish I didn't. <laughs> Saint Anger was um, it was beat up by critics and the general public. Um, now this is uh, the time where Metallica they were about ready to break up. They yeah. even made a documentary about it. Remember? Yeah, they did. Uh, it was uh, was it some kind of monster. Was it, was the name of the con- was the of the, of Food, the documentary? Didn't Metallica have that uh, YouTube concert a year or two ago? Yeah, they did, oh, they, and and uh, since the COVID started, they've been having Metallica Mondays on Facebook, where they dang. they stream a, a concert every Monday. Oh shit! If you go to their Facebook every Monday, no shit, huh? Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, it's going to lead me to my next topic, but um, but I wanted to highlight that Death Magnetic came out back in two thousand and eight after a negatively reviewed album that came out. This is their way of saying, you know, we're back, we're not fucking around anymore. Their bassist, um, th- they had a new bassist at this point, and I think this is the second album with him. And uh, I think they, I think they hit it out of the park with this one. Now, I have some reservations about this album. I have, I, I didn't like the way that they mixed the drums on this album, but it's Rick Rubin. He seems to know what he's doing. It, I, I don't know. Everybody makes mistakes. Your biggest issue with anything is the way the drum sounds. If if the if the snare sounds like trash, the album is trash. That's just uh, I can't stand it. I can't get away from it. Like if like that's the one thing that happened in in Saint Anger, 
where the the snare sounded like trash. It, it sounded, sounded like, like they were ba- banging on on a bucket on a bucket on the yeah. backside of a bucket, and it was just bothering the shit out of me because that's not Metallica. Well, that's not that's not the Metallica the I whole, know. You know what? I know we're talking about a different album, but the mm-hmm. whole Saint Anger album felt like it was just rushed to begin with. Mm-hmm. Like let's just put out an album so everybody can shut up about well, when we're going to put out a new album and, and then they just cranked it out and it wasn't good and the way they were marketing it at that time was also was like we were about to break up there was a lot of anger you know f- that was festering at that time so they were trying to say you know that's why this album is different and more angrier than the than the rest and it though it was angrier sounding than the rest it sounded like trash foo, and it wasn't won't, you won't like metallica when they're angry foo well, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wanted to highlight this one out of Death Magnetic. It was one of the singles that were at oh, that were on there. Um, well, my favorite song from Death Magnetic was um, uh, "All Nightmare Long." I've already played that on the podcast a few months ago, maybe even last year. So I wanted to highlight a different one off of this album. That's called "The Day That Never Comes." So let's listen to a little bit of it. Foos. <clears throat> oh. All right. Well, it won't let me do it. Well, I guess the day never came. <laughs> it won't let me do it. Well, anyway. Oh, come on. Let us do it. It's thinking about it, fool. Please don't. There we go. Oh. 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 There we go. This song uh, and this album in general brought me back to not not like early Metallica, but like mid-tier Metallica, like when the Black Album came out. Yeah. Kind of like reminded me a little bit of that. And the intros were long in every one of these songs, too. It's a classic long intro. And James Hetfield singing his heart out. Still haven't heard him. There we go. The song is almost eight minutes long. God damn, really? Yeah. Holy shit. Wow. And a lot of this album, it's people would say it's a short album because it doesn't have that many songs on it, but every song is like five plus minutes long. Also, with this Death Magnetic album, we also get the Unforgiven 3. Everybody knows about the Unforgiven. Uh, the radio has played it to death. You know, the Unforgiven Two is a sick freaking sequel to the Unforgiven, 
And then in this album, we get the Unforgiven Three. So uh, I think it's an album everybody should check out if if you know they they lean towards you know the metal side of things and they haven't had a chance to check it out. Uh, it's relatively new in the grand picture of of Metallica history. So um, I don't hate it. I don't exactly love it. Mm-hmm. But I think it's important that we highlight this one because it comes off of the heels of Saint Anger, which was an album that almost tore that band apart. Yeah. Yeah. So this is kind of like them saying we're back. Well, they redeemed themselves in the album. Yeah, big. The and speaking of foos, um, I know that I was talking about live music uh, on Facebook. Yes. They uh, starting October first, and I'm gonna I'm gonna be a victim of this. Oh, Facebook no, has new terms and conditions. Everybody listening. Oh, who, I saw something like this. Everybody listening who is in a band or is in a kind of music group of of sorts that attends to uh, show off your your talents on Facebook Live or just post something about you know your performances on Facebook. You can potentially get banned on Facebook or get your profile deleted starting October 1st if you were to do such a thing. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg and family and company has uh, revamped Facebook or are planning to starting in October for it to be more of a family-centric type of platform. They're no longer going to be catering to music and uh, artists of the sort anymore. Um and that that's gonna that's pissed off a lot of artists, uh, especially ones that kind of have been hit by this uh, COVID pandemic, and and really there's no other outlet to put out your music aside from you know Spotify, iTunes, like that. But to connect with your audience on a live platform like Facebook is huge, and sometimes it's the only thing that you can do. There's other things that you can try to do, like Periscope and and Instagram Live, but they don't hold the same kind of what is it? Hold on. Periscope is still around? Is it? I don't know. I, I just have threw, I just shot that name out. I have no idea. Anybody say Periscope in like a year Maybe or two. another company it's has been a while, dude. It's been a while. Well, anyway, you know what I mean. It's, it's been a while. You know what? People are going to shift to either Patreon or Twitch. YouTube still has a live setting on it as well, but I mean, how many yeah. how many YouTube lives have you checked out? I I don't think I have Maybe like ever. One? It's not a social platform, too. It's just strictly videos. So, I mean, people don't flock to f- to YouTube for, for you know, live content, no. I don't think. So it's going to be really tough on artists, um, and I'm one of them, man. Uh, we were, the, the band and I were thinking of, you know, if COVID's going to continue until well into 2021, let's start just putting together some, some live shows on Facebook Live, and no longer is that going to be possible starting October 1st. And if I'm looking at it through uh, Facebook's perspective, I think the platform has been inundated by a lot of artists going live, too. So, I, I mean, I can see where they're coming from because, you know, people aren't really able to have a good time because uh, a, a guy is trying to sell his album in your face. It's like walking down the boardwalk of, um, of, of you know, Huntington Beach. And ha- you remember getting approached by, like, a bunch of guys saying, hey, man, you want to buy my album? Ten Too bucks. It's just ten bucks. Many. Time. <laughs> oh, those guys at gas stations in Arizona. Oh yeah. Uh, I just need a couple dollars, man. You got five dollars. I'll take anything. It's like yeah. Just I buy want, my album. I want your album, bro. I just came here to get a a drink mm-hmm. and fill up the gas tank. Yeah. Step away, sir. Yeah. So it sucks, but you know we we gotta we gotta move on. So anyhow, 
Uh, this week in music history, Foos. Now, this isn't an, a real band, but in the year 2000, do you remember this movie called Almost Famous that came out? Uh, I've never seen I that movie. I didn't see it. You've never seen Almost Famous? Heard about it. Well, I know what we're doing after this. Foos. Oh, fuck you, dude. Come on, man. We'll have some dabs. No. no Come no, on. It's a good fucking no. movie. No. It's a great movie. Sell it's, it. It's it's a good movie. I've been selling it. Not sold. All right. No, I'm not sold either. Well, anyway, in 2000, Almost Famous was released in theaters across the U.S. The film is a semi-autobiographical account of writer and director Cameron Crowe's time spent interviewing rock bands for Rolling Stone in the 70s when he was just a teenager. Uh, the film centers around a fictional band called Stillwater, and rather than being based on the band on one band in particular, Stillwater feels like every '70s arena band rolled into one. And it's a great movie, dude. It's a great freaking movie. It's got, so it's got 89 on Rotten Tomatoes. It's awesome. I love this movie so much. It won a bunch of awards. If I don't, if I'm not mistaken, uh, but this is one of the songs that um, that was written for the movie. Obviously, this isn't a real band, Stillwater, but this is. This song is credited for Stillwater, you know? So this, this song is called Fever Dog. Check it out. It's going to do it again. There we go. This is what my music Foods. That's Stillwater, and uh, I'm just mad now. You guys haven't seen that movie. Even our fan, remember, uh, remember Chris Luna? Yeah, yes. he's been on the podcast yes, yes, yes. before. He says he says it's a great movie too. So you guys are well. I don't doubt that. I just haven't seen it. You're fucking up, Steph. You're fucking up hard. And you know what? I don't want to see it. What the? Fuck? <laughs> <laughs> well, Foo, you like Huey Lewis in the news? Sometimes. <laughs> Another great band, uh, Hugh Loose and News, this week in music history. Back in 1983, they released the album Sports, which sells over 7 million copies. The album features the singles I Want a New Drug and The Heart of Rock and Roll and If This Is It. And I wanted to play this song in particular, Foo, because it might sound a little familiar to you. I Want a New Drug. <laughs> Ghostbusters through.
Well, Flu, you uh, you hit it on the head there. You said it sounded a little bit like Ghostbusters, and um, Huey Lewis actually sued Rake Parker Jr. for stealing the melody of his song for Ghostbusters. They settled out of court, though, but Parker sued Lewis in 2001, which is more recent, after Lewis revealed that in a VH1 Behind the Music special that Parker paid him as a part of the agreement. So... It's just like, I gave you money to be able to use this kind of melody, and now you're suing me because you're saying I stole it. But huh. and then years, so it, it just became a whole thing. It's weird. Um, but it, it is, you know, as soon as, as soon as the freaking song hits, the hook hits too, and it's just, it's Ghostbusters. You can't not think about it. So true. Good song, though. I mean, I, I don't, I'm not a big fan of the 80s, but, uh, um, yes, you are. But, Early 80s had had the specific niche kind of flavor to it. It wasn't the 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 syntho pop 80s that we got in the mid 80s. Um, in the in like late 70s, early 80s, we got post punk, which includes Joe Jackson, Elvis Costello, Hugh Lewis in the News, and I think it's it it, it it they can get away with it in my book. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's not the syntho pop bullshit that you heard coming out of the mid 80s, like. And I'm sorry to say this stuff because I know you love them to Pesh mode. I can't fucking stand them. I love Tepesh mode. <gasps> <laughs> You're just Fuck a dick, you. man. There's fucking four guys with keyboards. I don't get it. And just Casios. Really? Like, really? I know that I, I get that people love them. Food, I'm good sorry cop. if I offended they're good anybody. Cops, food, they're but good fuck cops. them, dude. <laughs> I can't stand it. Flock of Seagulls. I, I can't stand well, it. Their music is so depressing and so foo. catchy at the same time. Yeah, foo. Come on, have a have some feelings, some emotions, foo. Now, if I want feelings and emotions, I'll just listen to The Cure. All right. Not um um that other band, what they're called, Panic at the Disco? That's way more recent. That's nowhere near the <laughs> 80s. Just asking, Foo. <laughs> and I would have gone with something like, you know, uh, Creed. Chemical Romance. Creed? <laughs> <laughs> what? what the fuck? <laughs> That's a totally different genre. Foo has kidding. no idea what he's talking about. He's kidding. Creed sucks, though. <laughs> Man, I was listening to those lyrics, though, and... I know I get that he's like the underlying tone is that he loves this girl and he wants to feel, you know, love again, love the yeah. way he wants to feel the boobies like at, uh, at all times. But <laughs> like, damn, the way he describes like he wants a specific type of drug and then he gets all of these like, I don't want my mouth to be dry. I don't want my eyes to be too big. Yeah. It's like, wow. Are you going to find that? He should do enemas. <laughs> okay. Just saying. I mean, does that work? I don't know. I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> 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 All right. Jesus. Well, that's the music highlights for Yay. us today. You want to tie a bow on this foo with some foo facts? Oh, foo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is that? Okay. Yeah. All right. Go for All it. All right, man. Well, here we go. Foo's got a handful of foo facts. Hope you like them. If not, fuck you. All right. Um, first one up. Up on deck, foos. Up to three percent of Switzerland's population of of eight million people eat dog and or cat meat. It is most popular during Christmas holidays. Holy shit! And no shit, dude. What's Over 200,000 people. What's up with that? I don't like it. Gross. 
Um, I got a I got a fun one here, Foo. We'll see about that. Uh, people who survive suicide attempts by jumping off the Golden Gate Bridge often regret their decision in midair, if not before. <laughs> For example, <laughs> one survivor says, "I instantly realized that everything in my life that I thought." That I, that I had thought was unfixable was totally fixable, except for having just jumped. Dang, foos. So, uh, so was he like mutilated? Because it's like hitting concrete, right? Like I said, I don't <laughs> provide facts for foo facts there. <laughs> Or I don't provide sources for food facts, Steph. I'm so not asking for the source. I'm asking for more detail. Like I said, Steph. Oh, my God. Nothing I don't gets past you, man. Yeah. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> foo, call me, a, call me the Great Wall, Foo. Oh, jeez. <laughs> um, here's, here's one you'll appreciate, Steph. I'll just go around. <laughs> a group of pandas is called an embarrassment. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Word? You have a murder of crows and an embarrassment of pandas. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, man. That is pretty good. Um, let's see here, foos. Oh, this one is more scientific for you, foos. All right. Hong Kong uses seawater to flush their toilets. Oh. It's science. Yeah, no way. Um, here is a more disheartening one, Foos, that I will now share. Mm -hmm. During a live news broadcast in 1974, the news a news anchor announced, in keeping with Channel 40's policy of bringing you the latest in blood and guts and in living color, you are going to see another first, everyone. Attempted suicide, which then she shoots and kills herself on live television. Inconceivable. Yeah, pretty crazy. Um, here's one that's a little troublesome, Foos. Mm -hmm. We're hitting all all moods today, Foo. Come on. <laughs> During the Cold War. The USSR mapped the entire world to precise detail. The U.S. State Department still uses the maps today due to their accuracy. Oh, shit. A lot of the modern technology that we have these days, we can credit towards that freaking Cold War. Yeah. I mean, that's that the space race, the whole thing with us in the USSR was, I mean, there's... Though it was freaking, I'm sure for people who lived at that time, was terrifying. Oh, we got a lot out of it. There's yeah. spies everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, pretty scary to uh, be on the in the know during that time, especially with people who were spies. Yeah. Um, here is a very interesting one, Foos. New York Statue of Liberty, under Nevada's laws, is legally married to Christopher Columbus Monument in Barcelona, Spain. Well, 
well then. Those are some foo facts, all right. <laughs> Here's my last one, foos. Uh, hopefully you like it. Mm-hmm. When Battlefield Earth won the Razzie Award for Worst <laughs> Movie of the Decade, <laughs> screenwriter JP, J.D. Shapiro accepted in person, saying, no one sets out to make a train wreck. Actually, comparing it to a train wreck isn't really f- fair to train wrecks because people actually want to watch those. Don't you wish everyone had some goddamn integrity? Oh, that guy had integrity. Yes, he was honest. He was honest. Yeah, and you know what, Foos? Give him credit because I've tried to watch Battlefield Earth like four or five times, and I can't do it. It's hard. I've I I can't get past the first scene. Nope. It's bad. Yeah, it's really it's bad. bad. I'm like, Travolta wouldn't let us down like this, would he? And then he does. He does. I don't. Uh, did I don't you watch like. this, you know, when it first came out or did you watch it again as an adult? When it first came out and I was just like, this is awful. It's and then I did like I, I quit. I quit, I think, after the first half hour. Mm. And then I don't I remember that. I know that I watched it. I don't remember what happened, though. It's because it sucked and no one does. <laughs> You know, Foos, we should uh, foobar this uh, movie and watch it. Uh, you want to do like a like a, a live like, a co- like a, one of them uh, commentaries? We can. You know, have everybody just press play when we say press play now, and then we just talk Fu- shit about it like Mystery Science Theater three thousand. Have a watch party, Foo. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's got, it's hard to get through, man. Which is I think we'll just start dabbing it up and get like way too high for our own good to even continue. It'll be good though because we could really shit on that movie. Yeah, I mean it's a bad movie. Can't we just watch it at five times speed? Jesus, just get it over with. It's just chipmunks going through it. Just just skip it every five minutes. No, no, Steph. That's not how we do things around these parts. No No cutting corners on the FUBAR show, Steph. (laughs) If there's one thing that this show is about, (laughs) it's seeing things through. Yeah. I mean, look at this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Look at those hot challenges, man. Oh, dude. Well, I didn't get through the the freaking the ramen one. You know what? That's fine, Foo, because we got through the Death Nut. Death Nut was ridiculous. And holy shit, dude. we, We were watching videos videos before the pod today everybody um people were giving up during their spicy challenges yeah, they yeah. were just straight on the makes tr- me feel better about myself yeah because we we pulled through we did we did we did you a service everyone that's right did so you, you ever get right. uh hit up for that shirt for your death nut shirt what do you mean hit up for it like no weren't you supposed to get a shirt no for completing the challenge no you foos didn't tag it right oh really what the fuck you were supposed to tag it in the video not in the comments Oh, I can change it. It's too late. <laughs> oh, fuck, fuck them. you guys. Dude, what is this? It's not uh, too late. It's not too late because there was no shirt to give away. You I thought you were going to get a shirt. No, I. you do not get a shirt. You had to buy a shirt. What? <laughs> yeah. Why did I eat those nuts? <laughs> what is this? You did it for the fans, foo. You did it for all the peoples out there. Oh, fuck them, dude. <laughs> 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 all right, fine. Fine, yeah, I did it for you fucks. Foo, in what world do they get free shirts and you don't, Foo? I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much. Uh, All right, s- fine. Spoiler alert, you're not getting free shit for doing the next ones either. So. All right, All right, fine. Uh, well, I've come to terms with that. 
He's going to get a free shit. He's going to take one. Oh, <laughs> actually, you leave shit stuff. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Speaking of t-shirts, though, let's let's circle back to this. Let's, let's bring this back around. If you Foo want a free Fubar t-shirt, please give us a five-star rating on your favorite podcast app. To us, preferably, that it's the Apple Podcasts um, Or any of app, them. But preferably for us. <laughs> Go to the Apple Podcast app. Leave us a five-star review. Leave us a decent comment or roast us. We don't care. Um, roast us. Do it. Take a uh, take a screenshot. You're send it down. to us. Email it to us. Send it to us on Facebook, Instagram, whatever. And uh, we'll send you a T-shirt if you give Less us your address. Less than five minutes of your time and you get a free shirt. Yeah. What a deal. Yeah. 2020, everyone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is what we can do for you in 2020. Mm-hmm. We'll give you a free shirt. We will Stack clothe them. you. We will clothe you. Yeah, that's right. We're clothing you. We're, we're stacking them deep and selling them cheap, food. That's right, Foo. <laughs> All right, cool. Well, help us out with that. We would love to get some sponsorship. We decided as a podcast, I decided as a podcast, that once we hit 200 episodes that we were going to actually start Mom, taking this seriously. What do you mean, we? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's the threshold. We're at 199. The next one will be 200. We're excited, man. We didn't think we'd get this Foo, far when we started. Should we just do the milk challenge instead? What the fuck is a milk challenge? We should each chug a gallon of milk live. I'm going to die. We won't die. No, they did it on the regular show, remember? That's they, a cartoon. They, they chugged a gallon of milk and you had to hold it over your head. That's a cartoon. And we should do it and say, dilly, dilly, oh, and then fall to the floor and throw up all the milk. I hate you. That's uh, Actually, Foo, it's a, real, it's a real challenge. I don't know if people have done it. But I know there have been great videos of people trying and failing. throwing up. No, they do bad. it. At, they used to do it at like fairs or family picnics, and it's a timed challenge. So you have to do it on ten minutes. Tell you what, Steph. Like next family pic- picnic, I'm in. It's gonna be considerably hard, considering that um, we've given up dairy for the most part. We're hey, doing oat milk now. Yeah. Hey, Fu, uh, want to go to a family picnic <laughs> in die. 2021? <laughs> You know, you know how you would be able to drink a gallon Tell of me. milk, no problem. Spicy challenge. No, uh, I would. No. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You would. That would be worse. That would make it worse. Remember, you know, during this, this is what happened after the the um, the death nut challenge. When I when I drank the rest of that um, that that milkshake that I had in front of me, I had one of the gnarliest stomach aches that I've had in a long time gnarly dude it's because you've been drinking oat milk and you drank two percent yeah well it's not like you know okay let's drink skim milk well it's not like we completely (laughs) gave up dairy because we do eat like dairy ice Ice cream cream, you're right it's just the milk that we and cheese but i used to go through a gallon of milk a week by myself growing up not no more but not no more yeah you haven't done that in like 20 years that's not true that's because he likes milk and oat titties now (laughs) Oat titties are the best, though. And man. almond titties, too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we'll, uh, we'll just go ahead and uh, leave everybody with that. <laughs> Thank you all very much for listening into the Food Bar Show. Thanks for hitting subscribe, and remember to rate, review, and tell your friends like a fucking champion. You can always reach us at Food Bar Show. That's F-O-O-Bar-Show.com. And F-O-O-Bar-Show is our handle on Facebook, Venmo, Twitter, and Instagram. Check us out. Drop us a line, and we'll fill it up like a couple of foods. Ah! Josie with the few and Steph signing off saying don't be a dick.
Hello, Discover here to explain our cash back match. Here's how it works. We give you cash back for using your Discover card on the things you were going to buy anyway. Then we match that cash back in your first year. And that's why we call it cash back match. Now to recap and say cash back one more time. We match all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year automatically. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply.